me and you are sitting at this table. We have the same exact tools. And I'm going to starve. I'm not going to make any money in the same craft that we're in because I'm watching you eat and I'm trying to be you while you're literally stuffing your face. We are back. Happy 2021, everyone. I hope everyone enjoyed their holiday break. Seems like 2021 is already off to a chaotic start, but we out here doing our best. Today's episode is with my good friend, Kobe King. Yes, that's his real name. Um, He's a creative out of San Antonio, and he is a huge fan of this podcast, which blows my mind. And I'm so honored and so happy to have had the chance to have him on here. Kobe drops some serious fire in this episode, guys. We, we talk a lot about how your own attitude and your own perception of competition can ultimately determine how far you get in your creative career and how happy you become. I also grill him a little bit about his attitude towards Instagram, which I think a lot of you can relate to. So keep on listening and show my boy Kobe some love. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of For Creativity's Sake. I'm your host, Jasmine Q, and today we have a very special guest, and his name is Kobe King. First of all, pop an ass name. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so I'm super, super excited to have you here. So Kobe actually came from San Antonio today. San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, as you know, we are are in Austin. So he came about, what, an hour and a half it was, you said? Yeah, because I live in Holotus. So that's like the opposite side of San Antonio. So yeah, it took like 30 minutes to get out of that. Yeah. And then... And the then you're here. Drive, yeah. yeah. Well, how do you feel now that you're here? Because, you know, I, you told me, you know, we were chatting and you were like, yeah, dude, I listened to all the episodes of this podcast. Literally every episode. I want to say what? It's 10? 10 episodes? I think so. Because nine I or ten? Yeah, something like that. I want to say ten because I think the first episode was like the trailer of like what the. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, um, I feel great. Like <laughs> to be sitting like, OK, yesterday I was working in listening to the pod and then I'm like always wanted to hear like the little beat uh that hex made yeah you know, shout out hex shout, <laughs> yeah shout out but, andrew um, and then uh to hear you like have the welcome back everybody yeah. and i'm like the one sitting here like yeah. i don't know it's kind of it's, it's crazy but uh, yeah I'm, I'm loving it I no love i appreciate you being here and i appreciate the fact that like you have been one of the people who's like told me that like hey like this podcast like actually helps me and i like listening to it and you were telling me all this like great helpful feedback yeah and for me that's really really dope because i want to have more voices on here like you and i want to have more people on here that are like coming from a place where it's like they might not know exactly where they're going or, or what they're doing, or they might have all these like things that they're not sure of. And I think completely that, me. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean? And, but I think that that's what's so unifying about like, I think that's what's so unifying about just like honestly human nature in general. But I think that a lot of us, we always look at people, like I was telling you earlier, like we're always looking at people and we're like, oh, they look like they have it like so like, they look like they have it all figured out they look like they know what they're doing and then you sit there and you kind of like simmer in your own thoughts of like fuck like what am i doing with my own like everything you know so i think what i want to ask you i think just straight off the bat is i know we were talking earlier about how you didn't want to call yourself a photographer yeah (laughs) hey shout out neil if you're listening neil (laughs) hey follow me on instagram bro I'm yeah. Big fan. yeah i've been a big fan for uh the last week but yeah. uh, um 
I'm just a guy with a camera. Let's say that. You're a guy with a camera. Yeah, camera guy. Camera guy. <laughs> yeah. So you said that you started uh, last, la- no, this year or last year? Um, I got my first camera a year and a half ago. A year and June, a half ago. June 20th, 2019. June 20th, 2019. That day will stick with me forever. And yeah. it's not because I bought the camera. Why does that day stick with you? So uh, my best friend, uh, mm-hmm. Dylan, he's a music artist. Yeah. Shout out Dylan. Uh, <laughs> I call him JD or whatever. But uh, shout out Dylan. He, he had his first show um, and he was performing. And he was like, man, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a blow up. I'm a make it. And I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, but we got to catch some footage. I was like, all right, I'll just, you know, record on the phone. He was like, nah, we got to, you know, get some good footage. Yeah. And I was like, all right, bet, but. I ain't got no camera, bro. Yeah. He was like, you can't get one from the church. And I'm like, nah, man, like they won't let me take it. So he went to Best Buy. <laughs> this is hilarious. Yeah. He went to Best Buy and spent $500 on this nasty dad cam. It was like a Nikon Coolpix P900. Oh the my lens God. didn't even come off of it. Like, oh, the lens it's like, it's like one of those like MySpace cameras <laughs> that you just take. Oh, my God. Uh, it, it didn't have a flip screen. Like, the screen didn't move. It was, it was just, but when we got it, we were just like, oh, man, we got a camera. It was yeah. so far. And we went to his show and uh, had a couple of our friends come out. And uh, we recorded, um, or I recorded uh, him, like, you know, performing the two songs yeah. and, or whatever. And then we posted it. I, I stayed up all night and slapped it together on Final Cut with these nasty Final Cut plugins <laughs> and like I didn't even know what Premiere was at the time yeah. and uh I just slapped it together posted it on my Twitter and it got like 500 views and I was just like yo like people like you know like really liked it mm-hmm. or whatever so then after that um shout out Dino his manager also like someone I look at as yeah. a mentor uh Dino has like a little office space and um he had a green screen and I came up with this idea for Dylan to rap, like take the hottest song at the time uh-huh. and um, make like a remix to it. Mm-hmm. And he was going to stand in front of the green screen and whatever he rapped about, I was going to put on the green screen. And we called it Just Bars. And <laughs> after we, because his name is Just Dylan. Yeah. So like we called it everything that we do with him is just something like mm-hmm. whatever. And um, we called it Just Bars and he was rapping and... Uh, the first one, I think, got like 2,000 views on oh, it, wow. right, on Twitter. And we were just like, yo. And we were only posting on Twitter. And we were like, yo, man, we're going crazy or whatever. Yeah. Like, everybody's like hitting us up. Hey, when's the next one? So <laughs> then we decided, hey, we're going to do this every week. And we did it for like four weeks straight. And it was like 2,000, uh, 2000 3,000 views. And we're uh-huh. like, yo, like, it's, Damn, like, you know, going up. It, it's kind of cool or whatever. And then um, we, I don't know why. But we thought it'd be okay to be like, hey, let's just stop. Like, let's just, we did it for four weeks. Let's take a break and come back a month from now. Mm-hmm. And we tried and it failed horribly. Really? So, yeah, um, that's, where the, that's where the journey started. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so that okay. So then you stopped, and then it just did not pick back up after that. No. And did you? So <laughs> that's actually really funny. Though, yeah, it's hilarious. Yes. So then, what what got you to kind of? Because did you still use your camera after that, or did you kind of stop even using the camera? Because that's um, with that camera. Then I started. Uh, I started taking like 
little oh that's what we did after just bars yeah we uh he he wanted to make an album yeah so we wanted to do like a vlog series mm -hmm. called just the beginning mm -hmm. or whatever right and um so we started vlogging and then we, it turned into like a vlog camera yeah so then we noticed that like when we upload to social media um the quality like all your quality yeah, just, just goes to shit yeah like, pretty 110 percent and with it being a dad cam, its top quality was like 1080p. So after you edit and you put all these effects yeah. and you export it, it's it like, like it's, it might not be 1080p yeah. even on your computer yeah. like when you're exporting it. So then when you upload it, it's like, uh, like it's just bad, <laughs> yeah. right? And we just started doing the vlogs. And then we noticed that like we were lacking quality. Mm -hmm. So uh, shout out Dino. Dino and his business partner, Amzai, and Dylan, we all put, we, uh, we found a, Amzai found a Sony a6300, um, and uh, they said, yo, I think it's, I don't know how much it was, but yeah. we split it, like, between, like, the four of us mm -hmm. or whatever, and they ordered the camera, and they're like, yo, Kobe, this is your camera, do whatever you need to do with it, it's just when we need you, like, nice. hey, we need you, and uh -huh. I was like, all right, cool, so then um, me and Dylan shot, like, a little music video where i had this like nasty spotlight on top of my mounted on my yeah. camera no stabilizer or anything walking downtown san antonio and we shot that and then that's when i realized i wasn't good at shooting music videos and then yeah <laughs> we just stopped uh shooting music videos so yeah uh, that's where oh, the, and then yeah. with the nikon mm -hmm. i ended up just like selling it okay i think so that's how you acquired the A6300. Yeah, that's how I got the got A6300. Got you. And then, yeah. so then after you had that whole kind of, <laughs> you said to yourself that you didn't think you were good at shooting music videos. Did yeah. you do other video after that or um, or did you move on to photo? No. Uh, so for a while, I was, um, okay. So for a while, I was in this, like, I was with somebody. Yeah. And they didn't like me shooting music videos because other girls would be there oh wow yeah it was like oh, a very bad okay so it was like a very like little toxic situation i was in so yeah. for like six months my sony a6300 was just gaining dust wow sitting on my dresser and i'm like man i want to shoot and all i would do is like get on youtube and watch a new music video yeah. or watch a certain youtubers or whatever but i never would pick up my camera and mm -hmm. then i was just like well like what can i do to um start using my camera again and i was like hmm who do i watch all the time and I, at the time i was watching casey neistat and yeah i was like man casey's so dope and his energy's super dope and then i got into like a whole bunch of different vloggers uh becky and chris they're mm -hmm. uh, do you know who they are I watch. I don't watch them a lot, but I've seen them. Yeah, yeah I know they who like they are. They renovate their house, and yeah. her husband's like a helicopter pilot, like super dope, yeah. like YouTubers. Um, so I just started watching like a lot of vloggers, and I started vlogging, and I was like, you know what? I think I realized very early. Um, well, we realized when mm -hmm. we started the just bars that mm -hmm. um, it's very hard to get people off of social media and onto YouTube. So we only posted on one spot. So that's why we were only posting on Twitter and yeah. not Instagram as well. Cause it would be hard to get people to bounce back and yeah. forth. So, um, when I started vlogging, I said, yo, and I think this was like right when Instagram came out with IGTV and mm -hmm. I was like, I can post a video longer than a minute now. Yeah. Like super dope. So, um, shout out Instagram for like making for that. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like super dope. 
and um i started shooting vlogs uh with i i think i did my first what was my first vlog oh it was some car photography that mm -hmm. i did uh for two of my homeboys back at home and uh i had another friend with me x he was uh there you know helping me out like mm -hmm. with my equipment or whatever and you know we took a couple of pictures and smoked grenades and yeah. we were just like going all out yeah. or whatever it was super dope and then right after that i was like yo this worked like dropping weekly worked on twitter i wonder if it'll work on instagram so i was like mm -hmm. let me drop vlogs every week just one i was yeah. like because that that'll give me seven days so uh then i met um a guy named alex alex santos super dope photographer mm -hmm. he actually shoots film uh he shoots uh, he well he has a film camera but he shoots on i think like a canon six 60 60d I, I don't know what he mm -hmm. should, i don't know canon mm -hmm. but um i met him and or i saw him on instagram hit him up hey bro me and a couple friends are going downtown to shoot if you be down and he's like the one person in san antonio that like showed love and he like yeah. came out and then he was like yo man like you're super dope and you got all these visions and we just linked and i don't know he's super dope he's down to earth guy and um I shot a vlog with him in the woods, me, him, and then my friend X that was mm -hmm. with me on the car shoot. And we used smoke grenades. And this was like right when COVID started. Yeah. So it was like, I knew when I started these vlogs, I said, no one has anything else to do but be on their phone. So I was like, it would be best for me to do the vlogs right now while everybody is here yeah. before everything opens Everyone back up. Everyone disperses again. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we went in and uh, I went and bought a hazmat suit. Uh, oh wow fire extinguisher oh you were going all smoke, out smoke grenades and we used uh x as our model and we were just like taking pictures and like using like the smoke as like mm -hmm. the coronavirus in the photos yeah or whatever and um then covid like really striked on like e like everything shut mm -hmm. down and no one could go outside of their house and then um the vlog stopped and then mm -hmm. my camera collected dust for months again. Again. And then I got out of the situation that I was in, the toxic situation, and I started shooting pictures about six months ago. And yeah, that's when I started, I guess, my photography Your journey. Photography journey. About six months ago. Yeah. Uh, June, yeah. Gotcha. So what I think is also interesting about kind of what you what you said to me earlier and the fact that like when you did follow me or when we found each other on social media and mm -hmm. when I went to your page, I noticed that like you had like a, de you have a decent amount of followers, but you mm -hmm. have, you didn't have really any like photos. Post yeah. Whatsoever. Posts on your page. Whatsoever. So I, yeah. So I was like, all right, what's, what's going on with this dude? Like, where's all his posts? Yeah. And now like I learned <laughs> that you archive like a bunch of your stuff. I archive. So <laughs> my, yeah, my question, cause I used to do this a lot too. Like I used to archive a bunch of my posts as well. So why is it that you archive a lot of your posts? I know you made a recent <sighs> post kind of talking a little bit about it. Yeah. But so shout out to for creativity sake. And you. <laughs> I don't uh, gas me up like that. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to you for doing this because, um, me listening to the pod, uh, it was just like super inspiring, like hearing other creatives go through what I go through. Yeah. Like letting my camera collect dust and, and just like not feeling inspired mm -hmm. because down in San Antonio, I didn't know that like other people were going through that. Cause it, right. like you said earlier, it looks like everyone knows what they're doing. Yeah. And then like you fall into your own like bottomless pit and that's where <laughs> I was. So, um, wait. 
Oh, oh he did that. He did that thing. Wait, so you were asking about the the archives, right? Yeah, uh, I'm asking. Why do yeah, I why do yeah? Why do you archive um, all your stuff? So, oh, okay, there, there it is. I found it. The yeah, train yeah, came yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, that, okay. So, um, I had a very bad problem with looking at other creators mm-hmm. and seeing their likes and their comments and people sharing them and stuff like that. So then I decided, like, um, shout out to this dope. He's a videographer now. Well, I can call him photographer as well because he started off for, with mm-hmm. photography. His name's uh, Tail Shot This. He's in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And he, like, always shot, like, super dope models, super dope, like, areas or whatever. So I was like, man, if I want to be n- known for being a photographer, I got to take pictures of good-looking people, right? Yeah. And, um, I started taking pictures of uh, my best friend, Sally, and <laughs> my boy, Kendall, and, like, all these people. And my whole feed was like everyone else and i'm like yo so what if i like a girl's picture and she's like oh i wonder who this guy is mm-hmm. and he like goes to my uh or she goes to my uh page and she's like i can't tell who the person is mm-hmm. um that's i think that's why like i deleted it mm-hmm. like, or like i archived everything because my yeah. feed was nothing but everyone else yeah. like i didn't have like pictures of myself right. like on there and then like not only that but uh i have a very bad like I always want people to see the journey. Like, yeah. oh man, like look at where I started and where I finished. Yeah. It's like, how are you going to do that if you delete everything? Well, that's what I'm right? saying. I was yeah. like, I can't so, even like, tell I, where like, this. It, yeah, I was I, like, I knew nothing really about you because I, I went on your page. It was like five posts, and I was like, okay, so I don't really know I, much about where this guy's, where he's been, what he's doing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, but I could tell that like because you had like what, like fifteen hundred. I don't know how many followers. No, I only but, have like. 400, 470. What? Really? Yeah. Why did I feel like you had like 1,500 followers? I don't I'm know. just making shit up now. Hey, but speak it into existence. <laughs> yeah, speak that shit. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, okay, well, he clearly looks like he had stuff posted before, but yeah. it's like gone now. Yeah. Um, any pictures that I ever took since I've been taking pictures are on my highlights. I didn't delete mm-hmm. the highlights. Um, yeah. Because I feel like highlights is like, I mean, it's kind of like where you dump everything to where like, if you don't think it's worthy enough for a post, like, hey, I'm just going to dump it here. Yeah. So um, what's worthy of a post? (sighs) Come on. (laughs) Like, Uh, no, don't go there. Don't go there. I I don't know. I guess I, I archive everything because I was falling into the stigma of like, what's worthy of a post and mm-hmm. is this going to get enough likes and then yeah. that's why i made that post um shouting you out shouting mm-hmm. out um my guy dino that took that photo um because like this podcast like really just like opened up my eye like yo it only takes like we all as creatives we are looking for that one person mm-hmm. that um enjoy like that is just truly a fan of your work yeah. And like even if the masses like aren't, it's like you still inspired that one person. Like yeah. the one person that inspired me to like ever pick up a camera was my brother. Like mm-hmm. and I never thought I was gonna like pick up a camera, but he inspired me to. And then it's like I know a couple of people that like I've yo, I think you have an eye for this. I think you should pick it up. Mm-hmm. And they've gone and do it. So if you can inspire that one, like sooner or later everyone's gonna have it. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's it's slowly and gradually like growing, but sooner or later everyone will be a photographer. Everyone will be a 
the videographer or whatever but i mean then we'll just live in a super dope creative society yeah. where everyone's a creative so yeah i mean i guess uh i don't know it's yeah just, like what's what's behind the whole the whole like because you said you're looking everyone so are you i guess i'm just trying to get to the bottom of like yeah why is it that you feel like you need to like archive or like kind of delete your journey or i feel like you kind of are in this space I, where you don't really know like what's, what's going on up there okay because uh, <laughs> i, I mean honest, it's something that a lot of people struggle with yeah no 110 yeah. percent. but i can honestly say is i don't have my niche yet i don't right. have my what i'm going to be known for i don't have my image yet mm-hmm. so i've tried so many other images and yeah. then when i try them i'm like yo that's not me Right. And then I archive. Then you archive everything. But I'm going to be 110% real with you. Like, in the last two weeks listening to the pod. Yeah. And then, like, posting just, like, whatever I'm taking a photo of or a Mm -hmm. video. Well, I haven't posted any video or whatever. Like, your podcast literally, like, took that weight off of my shoulders since I've been listening to it. Cause like, I didn't think like when I, I posted like this, like classic truck that I detailed mm-hmm. uh, a couple of days ago and I was like, man, I shot that thing on my phone. I didn't even have a camera. I used yeah. the creative Ryan preset, like yeah. whatever, like it, yeah. it's not going to get any likes. And I had it up for like 45 minutes and like two people liked it. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, I think like now it's at like 40 likes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know why, but <laughs> 30 likes is like my number where I'm like, all right, cool. I'll keep it up. Cool. But yeah. if it's like not thirty, I'm like, ah, really? yeah, like I, I got to take it down. But why? I, I don't know. It's weird. So, yeah. but like the podcast, like it made me feel like, yo, Kobe, don't delete it. People just probably aren't on their phone right now. Yeah, just keep it up. And then not only that, um, I got hit up from a couple of people that really don't hit me up when I post things, and they were like, yo, this is like super dope, mm-hmm. and it was. Took it on my nasty ass iPhone 7. I have an iPhone 7 too. Wait, Twel- that photo was taken on an iPhone 7? Yeah, the. Um, wait, wait, I'm about to go. The, cla- the little 57 Chevy 3100? I need to go look it up because I feel like that was. Oh, Hold on. Was- I'm, I'm going. Oh, snap. Wait, you took that on your iPhone 7? Yeah. Why did I think this was like taken on a legit ass camera? I. I honestly don't know. That just goes. <laughs> I don't know. Damn. Yeah. I feel like in the video, I need to like, I need to like pop these up there. But yeah, no, that's well. That just goes to show. Yeah, because I have the same phone, and I never shoot with it because I'm like, oh, this shit looks yeah, like garbage. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, I don't have funny. portrait mode. It looks like yeah. ass. So what I try to do, if you like, scroll through them, yeah. I just try to get very camera-like angles. Yeah. I got very low to the ground on some of those mm-hmm. and then i got very close on some of those yeah. and then uh, i think there's like a picture of like the the tailgate i want to say where it's like half of the frame is the tailgate and then half yeah. of it is the sky so i just thought like how that. would i take the pictures with my camera and then i just shot it and then i knew that since i took it with the creative ryan preset that it would put because creative ryan's preset pops out like the oranges and like yeah. mutes like all the blues all the other colors or whatever yeah. and the sky was like actually mm-hmm. blue that day it was kind of like today it was like yeah. blue but cloudy and i just knew that like that preset would work for that truck yeah and then they had like this like black matte like little driveway or whatever so i mean I was, it like, looks really good thank you yeah <laughs> i mean and i'm and that's what's cool is that like you 
so you had you're saying that you had like a couple people that hit you up and they were like oh this is a really good photo is that what you said yeah like my uh sister my sister-in-law mm-hmm. uh, well soon to be sister-in-law sarah yeah. uh she's a super dope photographer um yeah. she's been doing it, i want to say like eight nine years or whatever like she's not really like she really doesn't get on social media a lot unless she's like posting mm-hmm. so for her to like get on like i think it was like a day or two days later after i posted it and was like kobe this was shot on an iphone for not like she commented on it i'm like yo i never get commented on by sarah and like as much as like <laughs> that's my brother and that's my sister-in-law or whatever and like i always mess with them like oh i'm i'm better than y'all and everything yeah. else it's like yo like you know they, they actually like it like cool yeah. like and my brother like the like my brother doesn't like anything that i do really and i guess it's just because like i'm his little brother and like yeah i'm, I'm like trying to be competitive with him but like mm-hmm. he liked he liked, I want to say, the photo of when I said I delete everything. Mm-hmm. And then he liked the one after that where I posted a picture in a, oh, it was the shirt that I wore from, uh, uh, shout out Kasaya. She makes these dope shirts. Um, these, uh, no, Justice No Peace shirts. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I like lost my job. No, don't. It, it happens all the time. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I was wearing that shirt and he liked that. And then I'm like. Why is he like liking my? Cause he never likes my. Yeah. Watches my stories and I'm like, yeah, whatever. But I don't Dang. take it like offensive, cause mm-hmm. I mean that's just my brother. So I'm like, you know, I'm just not gonna like your stuff, whatever. Yeah. But then he liked the uh, the truck too, or whatever. So that it, it was just I don't know. It was like super cool. And then um, I I really don't want to like turn into like a car page, but like I work with cars like all the yeah. time, and like for me to be following you and i was like oh let me post these ferrari pictures i took but i never post car like Mm -hmm. i have a friend that has a hellcat we have like i think like the best photos i've taken of a car ever and it's better than the ferrari photos in my opinion just the ferrari it's a ferrari yeah or whatever and like for you to like comment like hey nice shots and i'm like yo that's dope like you know what i'm saying so um i don't know like it's yeah i feel like i mean i think it's cool that i mean obviously i know that it's really hard because obviously as artists and creatives i think we we definitely are seeking this kind of like validation for our work and i think that a lot of the time through social media that comes in the form of like likes and shares and comments and whatever yeah and i think that it is really rough and it does kind of impact the way that we feel about our work a lot of the times when we post something and then we're like, oh shit, like we think this is gonna be a banger. And then we post it and like And now crickets. you're great. Yeah, you're your greatest critic. Yeah. Like when it's cricket, like when it's been six minutes and you're like, oh, let me refresh and yeah. see if I got a like. <laughs> and it's like still no likes. And then you look yeah. at the post and like posted eight minutes ago and you're like, yo, like what's like, going on? Then that's when you become like your greatest critic after all the work that I think someone on your podcast just said that like you just spent so much time on this and yeah. then you post it and it's like mm. And it's like nothing. And but I, it's like, I feel like if I can just get that one like from someone that I'm looking, like looking for it from. Yeah. Like when I posted the car, I, I expect like all the guys that like have like super dope cars in San Antonio mm-hmm. to like, like it. And I got hyped when you commented on it. I was like, oh, dope. That's, 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 that's dope. So She's like, funny. Yeah. and then when I post like the truck, I was just like, ah, man, whatever. Like, this is just a, a random mm-hmm. post. Like, I just want, I want to start building the feed and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then my sister-in-law commented, I'm like, yo, she never comments on any of my stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just, when it's the people that you don't expect mm-hmm. that appreciate your work, I think that's what 
That's what, really what makes is. me feel good. Because it's like, yeah. yo, you're not getting a lot. You still only got like 40 likes on it or 30 mm-hmm. likes, or which is still like, I remember in high school, I used to get like hundreds of likes on stuff. But like, I think it's just a validation from that, that one person that you didn't expect it from. It's like yeah. super dope. It is super cool. It is, and it's like, it's hard though, because it's like sometimes we'll post stuff. Like, I know sometimes I'll post stuff. I mean, it's taken me a really, really long time. And I know that I, I made like a little Instagram post kind of like in response to your post that you made about Mm -hmm. how you delete everything and that you're trying to like just post things because you like them and not because you're seeking this like approval from like other people every post since that like has been that like yeah i'm just gonna throw it out there like yeah and does that i mean do you feel better about it that you it feels 110 percent better because i have so much stuff in my photos that i don't post Mm -hmm. and yeah because you don't post it because you're afraid it's not going to do well correct why is like why is that our mentality like we're always just like i feel like i know that i was so i was watching you know gary v obviously right gary v he's like this big ass like entrepreneur dude and he's always screaming about how you need like fifty thousand pieces of content out correct yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) so i think someone on his page or maybe it was him that said it he said something about being like a slave to engagement And how a lot of people go on Instagram and they're trying to formulate this like perfect aesthetic and this like perfect feed and this perfect image of like how they want to present themselves. And I think I used to be caught in that same exact thing. And that's why when you posted what you posted, like, like I archive all my stuff and I'm very kind of, and I'm like trying to step away from like needing that approval to like post Mm -hmm. things and just post what I like. I mean, that really hit home for me because I was very much in that mindset as well, where like, I think if you, like a year ago, literally like a year ago, maybe even like six months ago, like I was still posting stuff with the kind of mentality of like, shit, if it doesn't do well in terms of like getting likes or attention or like whatever, then like I should take it down or like it wasn't good. Like I get in my head and I'm like, oh, it wasn't good or people don't like it or whatever. And then that makes you feel a certain type of way about your work. 110%. And then... Like you're saying, like when I started posting, when I started posting stuff because I just liked it, mm-hmm. I think that's when I've now seen my like my actual like feed and my following and my engagement, like real engagement, not like likes, because like I don't yeah. even care about likes anymore now because I feel like they're so like useless, really. Yeah, because you can just scroll and just be like, oh, that's Kobe, huh? Yeah, exactly. And just like tap and like. But if someone gives you that comment or someone gives you that share or someone gives you that DM and they're like, yo, this is dope. Like that's that's the kind of like engagement that like I really I really like to see. And it's cool that you're kind of like feeling that, too, as like certain people comment on your stuff. Yeah. But I think that that comes when you literally just start posting shit that you like. Yeah, because I can honestly say I I disliked social media for so long yeah. because I held it to that. Yeah. And it's like, I'm actually getting back into the groove of like liking Instagram, mm-hmm. really just Instagram. Cause Twitter yeah. is just like full of jokes and it's hilarious. And you can post on there, go viral yeah. and then not, not have any followers the next <laughs> yeah. day. But on Instagram it's like, it's so like self conscious and like everyone has to be a model and, now all your photos have to be on portrait mode and mm-hmm. it all you have to post a, a selfie in like I don't know it's just like there seems like there's a lot of rules to it Yeah and I I started like hating social or I was hating social media and mm-hmm. I can say in the last week of just um posting just cuz I mean hey I think this is dope mm-hmm. I can honestly say like I'm enjoying being on Instagram now 
That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's what more people need to kind of like start to detach themselves. Cause I feel like, yeah, we all get in our heads of letting Instagram like kind of dictate how we feel about our work and kind of feel about our self-worth. And like, I do it too. Like I literally will be like, why don't I have like more followers or why didn't people give more of a shit about like this really cool film photo? Like I was so excited about this film photo and then I posted it and it seems like nobody gives a shit. You know what I mean? And it's like, honestly, like I kind of just have to detach myself from that because I do have people that'll come to me individually, like in my DMS, that'll converse with me regularly. And they'll be like, Hey, I really liked that photo that you posted. Like, or I see that you shoot film or I'll have people like you who will be like, Hey, that one thing that you said on your podcast, like really hit home with me or like that short film that you did really, I really liked it, you know? So that's the kind of shit that I feel like people definitely not need to focus on, but need to kind of like stray away from like the fake kind of, you know, the facade that Instagram has built. Right. Cause it's like not, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a highlight reel. It's a facade. I know I've talked about it in like multiple episodes already, yeah. but it's so important because like so many people fall in that same trap and it's cool. 10%. Yeah, it's cool to kind of see you like, okay, now I'm I'm kind of posting what I like now and maybe, you know, yeah. I'll keep doing it. Hopefully you keep doing it. Yeah, no, I definitely will. Yeah, you definitely will. But yeah, yeah but another thing that I want to talk about was the fact that you're from San Antonio and I know that we talked a lot before we started recording about kind of how you come from this community that doesn't seem to be from what you've told me, doesn't seem to be very supportive. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. I think every place in the world has dope creatives. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just glad that the creatives are like so close to me. Like uh, my brother being a creative director, my Mm -hmm. sister-in-law being a photographer, uh, Dino being a music engineer and producer and photographer and filmer. And then, my boy Dylan being a rapper, like I, it's just like my inner circle mm-hmm. is supportive, but there's this like hex that sits on San Antonio. I don't know if that's the right word. I don't know. I don't even know the definition of a hex, but it sounds like the right word. <laughs> <laughs> but there's this. Is that like, like a? Was that like a dark cloud? Is that kind of? I don't, what I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> He's like, I just threw that word yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, I just threw it out. It, there's this like dome. Yeah. Of like when you enter San Antonio, there's. So, like, everyone has a camera, but the thing is, is that, like, no one supports each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone's, like, very, it's a, uh, you said it earlier, it's like a competition. Like, yeah. er, and it's okay. Like, I, I think everyone's in competition for everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, anyway. <laughs> People back at home, it's just, like, creatives don't really support creatives. And it's just like a, I don't know. It's weird. Like, yeah. You guys I, it, don't like, you guys, there's, is there no collaboration that's happening? Like no real, no. is there no real? Like if it's not, if the only collaborations that you really see are the people that were around, mm-hmm. the people that have been doing it mm-hmm. and they now have a camera. Yeah. But it's like, yo, I've already been around this person, right. but it's not like no inner city mingling. There's no, Hey bro. Um, like I, I I don't know it's just it's it's just very weird it's it's a dark yeah. place and um how does it make you feel about your about like 
obviously it's not doesn't seem to be very inspiring or motivating you know i think that's a, a big reason why like my camera does tend to collect dust because yeah. i don't have the motive i live on the opposite side of everyone that has a camera mm -hmm. i live on the opposite side of town and i just don't feel like the taking out the time to drive and try mm -hmm. to link with somebody or what, if they're not already in my circle, I want to meet new people. I want to meet new creators. Right. I want to learn. Like I'm, I'm the rookie. Like I'm the new guy on the block. Like yeah. I want to learn from everybody, but it's like, I've DM certain people mm -hmm. and asked them for help. Oh, well you, you got to pay me for help. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't mind paying you. Like, what's up? Mm -hmm. Like what's your, what's your price? Yeah. And then they leave me on scene. I'm like, okay, they're probably busy. Let me message them again. Leave me on scene. All right, I'm going to give you one more time. <laughs> leave me on scene. I'm like, okay, you really just don't want to work with Like, you don't yeah. want to, like, you know, take me up under your wing or whatever when I was willing to, like, yeah. pay for your services. Mm -hmm. um, there That's was a time. So crazy. In high, like, okay, so in high school, me and Dylan were making music at the time. And uh, there was this filmer the he like blew up and he like moved like overseas mm -hmm. or whatever um and i went to him and i think this is where my creative like journey started yeah because i was like on the the journey of like backing out of making music because i didn't think i was like really good at like making music mm -hmm. i was just doing it because it was popular and uh dylan wanted to start getting music videos and yeah. i started writing in a journal like every day like he would just send me a song and I'm like planning, I would just direct literally though at this, when you say this bar, we're going to be shooting this, we're going to have yeah. this location. And we offered this dude to shoot in, uh, one video in Austin, one in Dallas, one in Houston, one in San Antonio, one in Corpus. And then we were going to do like one like in studio shoot mm -hmm. or whatever. And the dude told us, yo, it's going to be like 400 each video. And we're like, all right, bet. So I saved up money. Dylan saved up money. We hit him up. And because he chilled with another music artist that didn't like Dylan because he felt like Dylan was a better artist than him. That dude missed out on that bag. Like, he was like, oh, no, I'm not going to work with y'all. And we're like, yo, like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, my people don't mess with your people. And I'm like, yo, we're, our, like, we're talking <laughs> about $400 just for the videos. We're not talking about you editing. We're not talking about mm -hmm. us giving you a tip. We're not talking about gas to go to these other places. Mm -hmm. Like, we're... We're talking about like a big bag of here. Yeah, but my people don't mess with your people. That story alone mm -hmm. happened, I want to say junior, no, senior year in high school is the story everywhere in That's San Antonio. So like what, like where does all this, because I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, that's just so crazy because as create like being an artist and being a creative, especially like videography and photography, like is already like super lonely. And I feel like a lot of people need that community to kind of like to boost them up and to kind of take them more places. And I mm -hmm. feel like, I mean, that's kind of obviously like kind of what we preach around here is the whole like strive together, thrive together mentality where like, you know, no, it's every man for himself. Like why though? I don't get it. Why? Uh Think about it like, like this. Is, I told you about Xavier Omar, yeah. right? Being out of San, San Antonio, number one R&B album out, right? Super dope. What else has been birthed out of San Antonio? The nothing, apparently. If you think That's of San so Antonio, stupid. what do you think of? The San Antonio Spurs? Now what? <laughs> like, yeah. it, like it, it's just, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. It's just, that's the, it's man-eat-man, yeah, like, every word? man for himself. It's survival mode, like. 
That's so weird. And I know, so, I mean, that's, I mean, that's obviously like, that's such a shitty mentality to live in because like nobody, nobody gets anywhere with that mentality. Cause it's like, I mean, obviously like naturally we're gonna sometimes feel that competition of like, Oh, like if I have a gig or like if I have my people and you have your people and like, whatever, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. We're not going to help each other out. Like, okay. Some of that I feel like comes naturally with the competitiveness that I feel like the society that we live in is kind of competitive that way. Mm -hmm. But I've seen the results of like, dude, if you just like, if you don't take it as like, oh, this other videographer, this other photographer, this other musician over you. Yeah. Just work with them. If you work with each other, like that means if that, if one person goes somewhere, you're going to also go with them because you're, you're collaborating. You're, you're, you're making that relationship strong. So that's why. And that's the thing. Everyone that's a creative in San Antonio, I think is super dope. Mm -hmm. But the mentality and the attitude, my mom used to tell me this thing when I was growing up. I had like a anger issues. Yeah. She used to tell me your attitude determines your altitude. Ooh. Your attitude determines how high you're going to go. Like that's hey. facts right there. And it's like for the city of San Antonio, it's like, Hey guys, like your attitude determines mm-hmm. your altitude. And that's why we don't go anywhere. That's why a lot of us that are, there's one, one videographer out of San Antonio that has like made it. I mean, he lives overseas mm-hmm. for, and he shoots for one music artist and that's super dope, but mm-hmm. it's like, one. one yeah all of us have cameras though yeah i love that saying your attitude determines, determines your, your altitude. altitude i don't know where Dang. my mom got that from you do, moms it. are wise <laughs> dude they're just yeah that's crazy no i think that that's so true because and if you operate with this attitude of like everyone around me is competition you know i need to You're just gonna eat alone right i need and to now, take there's a um there's a quote is it ah uh, I don't know if it's Jay-Z. It was a rapper. No, I think it was a skit on, mm-hmm. on an album. I'm like, I, I love like bodies of work, so yeah. I don't really listen to singles. I listen to albums. I was listening to this album. I forgot. I, I'll find it, though. And it's a skit where it's like it's two dudes sitting at a table. Mm-hmm. And they have the same plate, the same utensils to eat, and the same food. Mm-hmm. And one goes hungry because he's watching the other guy eat. That- you don't get it? No, I'm, I'm thinking about it. So I'm thinking about it. Me and you are sitting at this table. Yep. We have the same exact tools. Yeah. And I'm going to starve. I'm not going to make any money in the same craft that we're in yeah. because I'm watching you eat oh, and I'm trying to be you you're tr- while yeah. you're literally stuffing like, your yeah. face. That's true. Yeah. You're so, fo- yeah. So being so focused on someone on else's. Else, you will never eat for yourself. Damn. Yeah. I don't know what All album right. that is, All but right. I need to find We're, it. Yeah. I need to listen to that album. Yeah. Again. No, that's exactly how it happens. If you're so focused on other people's success and you kind of, you sit in this, you kind of sit in this mentality of like jealousy or competitiveness, then yeah, you arrogance. are. Yeah. Arrogance. Like you're not going to get anywhere with that mentality. And so what are. So I know that you actually told me that you have a studio that you're working on. So what are your plans? Because I know you're really big on trying to like combat this like terrible mentality that San Antonio um, has. Two months ago, uh, I think I got in contact with another creative down there and I was supposed to link with with him and I showed up to the location, hit him up, didn't show up, like like left me like hanging or whatever, right? And I just like got pissed off and I went home to my mom and I told my mom like, yo like i hate san antonio i want to leave here i'm moving out literally like two days later i met another creative and they like influenced me and they're like hey kobe why don't you change it and i was like what do you mean they're like why don't you change the mentality here 
And I was like, you can build that community, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I do mobile detailing because I'm not like a complete like freelancer. And um, my, my boss, Josh, um, he, we bought like this like shop or whatever to where the shop area is where like we'd clean the cars or whatever, mm-hmm. but we're making it like a super dope, like well-lit showroom. There's like hexagon lights on the ceiling that we're getting installed tomorrow mm-hmm. uh and then like it, it's just gonna be like really dope for like if i want to take pictures of cars but it's also enough space for me to drop down a backdrop and then the office is completely mine mm-hmm. so um what i'm planning on doing is exactly which is scary <laughs> so scary and i've said <laughs> yeah. it like 10 times today exactly what y'all are doing here at um thrive the thrive office or the hq thrive hq yeah Yeah. Uh, what y'all are doing here with y'all are all y'all's own entities and y'all have y'all's own um uh creative control Mm -hmm. it's like y'all aren't like bound to like you have to do this or whatever the case may be everything that y'all are y'all all are here is what i want to create in san antonio which is crazy because i got into the studio like a month ago Mm -hmm. and i've only been following you for like two weeks so yeah, for me to so like weird. have this vision and I'm like sitting and I'm like, yo, this is possible. Yeah. Like it just takes like dedication. It takes time and it takes people like you. Like it's, I don't know. It's like super dope. So my plans are, is to um, build a creative community mm-hmm. that people will respect each other. People will um, don't mind working with each other and, and we just all eat. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm trying to get out of San Antonio. I want to build the community. <laughs> yeah. So you want to build the community, kind of change the mindset around there a little bit. Yeah. And then maybe- your legacy it, uh, isn't what you've done. It's what you leave behind. Ooh, why are you so- dropping bangers right now? Hey. He's just <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I got to do what I got to yeah, do. It's just like uh, your legacy is really, it's not what you've done. Like shout out to like the biggest inspiration on my life was Kobe Bryant. And uh, rest in peace to the GOAT. I yeah. love Kobe Bryant. Um, but he always used to say that, like, your legacy isn't, isn't what you've done. It's, it's what you leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And for, to hear, like, another great that always gets put above him, LeBron mm-hmm. James gets mm-hmm. put above Kobe. So for, to hear LeBron say, like, yo, what Kobe did for this organization, I wanted to be a part of, when all of social media, all of, uh, sport casting media already puts LeBron at the talks with like him and Jordan when yeah. LeBron doesn't even have five rings. Like it's that it, it shows like people want to be a part of what you left behind. Yeah. And then they want to build their own and leave something behind for whoever's next. Yeah. And I just think that's how we should, that's how we should live off of, yeah. off of each other. Like, Hey, if you want to be a part of this, cool. If you don't cool. And then, I'm going to leave this behind. It will be here for the next person. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great mentality to have. And I mean, that's what's so crazy is that like you are living in this environment that is not fostering this mentality. So where do you think that you get your opposite mentality from? Like how, what has made you not fall into that like negativity? Cause I feel like if you're, you're in that negative negativity and that toxicity, like mm-hmm. you probably most likely will also become negative and toxic, but it doesn't, doesn't seem like you have, you I, have fallen into that. I have, I have tendencies of tendencies, being negative yeah. like that. Um, I've lived in San Antonio my whole life, but uh, so like I, I dibble and dab into that, but I try to like, I try to suppress that because I mean, it's just a part of who I am from where mm-hmm. I'm from. Um, but 
the reason why I'm like this now, I would say is another big inspiration, as much as he's like a idiot in the media today, is mm -hmm. Kanye West. Mm. Um, Kanye West always went against the grain. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite like music artists. Love him musically. Personally, I can, you know. Yeah. yeah I can, <laughs> that's a whole the, another, yeah, yeah that's, that's a whole other thing. Totally different thing. Yeah. But um, he was always against the grain in not doing what everybody else did. Yeah. I never seen a black rapper on stage in red leather pants before Kanye West. <laughs> like, think <laughs> yeah, of that. Like, that yeah. He was like, I made wearing a kilt because he wore a kilt when he made the Yeezus album. Yeah. Cool. And then now you see other, you see Lil Uzi and you see Young Thug. And it's like, he left that for them. Yeah. No one, I didn't see any rapper wearing no kilt. Like, yeah. that's not the rap culture. Uh, all the rappers wanted to, you know, wear the baggy pants and the big jersey. Kanye came out with the pink polo and the backpack. He was yeah. always different. Yeah. So I think between Kobe and Kanye, it was just um, with them being so inspirational and so driven at what they, them two wanted to do. Mm -hmm. That's why I kind of yeah. take myself out of or don't put myself in situations that other creators put themselves in in San Antonio. Yeah. Damn. That's amazing, honestly, because I feel like if you sit there with all that, yeah, all that negativity and like all that just like bullshit. Yeah, I would totally just be like, I feel like it's really hard to not be that way because, you know, whatever that quote is that it's like, you are the like sum of the five people that you surround yourself with or some bullshit oh, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, like whatever you hang around is what you become. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, 110 percent. Yeah. So what are you looking for now? Like, um. Right now, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm actually in like a weird, like, <laughs> I'm in like a weird space. Like, I've never been here. Yeah. Um, I moved back home six months ago uh, with my mom and everything. So, like, right now, I'm just, like, focused on, you know, building the studio and um, blueprinting out. Okay. I'm, I'm bullshitting you right now. Like, what are you? I have, to, I have to stop myself. I'm bullshitting you. Okay. So, what I'm working on right now, I guess... <laughs> I love this platform, so yeah. I guess it's cool for everyone to hear it on this platform because I'm yeah. going to send this to everyone. Mm -hmm. um, so with the studio, uh, I told you downstairs, you're like the first person to know. I'm mm -hmm. like creating this clothing line um, for the studio, and mm -hmm. um, it's like these sweats, and it's just going to say VSL Studios on it yeah. or whatever on, across the chest. So I'm working on that, and then... Um, you dropping Shutter actually like made me like go find my uh, this journal for a short film that I started on, and I think I'm a I'm a I think even when I get home tonight, like yeah. I might you know pick it back up and you know start working on that. So it's just uh, I'm doing like a lot of blueprinting right now. Yeah. I'm not too worried about like making money because I I have a full time job, mm -hmm. um, but. A year from now, I know I only want to be with my camera. Really? Yeah. I, I don't want to, like, and it's not that my job is bad. I love my job. Right. My boss is, like, super dope. Yeah. Like, he ended up, like, I didn't have a camera. I broke my MacBook, and he brought me a Surface Pro. Like, he, super, yeah. like, super dope guy. Like, um, I don't want to leave him hanging or whatever, but we're thinking about funneling people in so I can funnel myself out mm -hmm. or whatever. But I'm just in a transition stage yeah. right now to where i'm just blueprinting and so a year from now when the lease is up and it's like okay this is what i accomplished in the year of having a studio mm -hmm. um what's next i don't know 
You don't know. And I feel like that's okay, though. Yeah. That's all right. I feel like everyone gets a little tense and they're like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing or, or where I'm going. And that has been the case with like every single person that's been on this podcast. Like no yeah. joke, like every single person, you know, they're not really sure of where they're going to go. But, and I think that that should be okay because I feel like as time goes on and as we, we grow and we learn and we meet new people, like we, we're probably going to pivot like what we want to do. And like, we're going to fall into what we want to do eventually. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think that that's okay. And I think that that's something that a lot of people don't think is okay because again, we see people doing whatever it is that they're doing and you're like, damn, you know exactly what you're up to. You know exactly what you're going for. And it's like, even someone like myself, I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. I have this podcast. Cool. I do video and photo and like, it might look all that on Instagram, but I'm like, dude, I don't, it I looks don't. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I still, even in myself, I'm like, I don't know exactly where, where I'm going to go. Like in a few months from now and a year from now, like, I don't really know. I think I have like a final destination yeah. of where I want to be, Yeah. but I don't know where I'm going to be like on my way there. Yeah. I think that's all right. Where do you want, what's your final destination actually? Um, that sounded so official when I said that. Your final destination. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's crazy that you talk about this, or that we talked about it earlier. Yeah. Um, we were talking about the movie Extraction. Oh, yeah. And um, I guess just like my journey, like my creative journey of like, you know, writing out, uh, scripting videos for Dylan and mm -hmm. then like actually getting the camera and like realizing, hey, I hate music videos. Yeah. And then, um, you know, uh, Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, the train of thought. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> being, um, writing my own like little short film that I have yet to like start working. Mm -hmm. on. I guess you can say I started working because I read it. Oh, yeah. I wrote it. Read it. <laughs> I wrote it. Um, Making up words here. <laughs> but uh, I think I want to be a director. Like I want to. I feel I, like you have director vibes for sure. Yeah, I, I want to just like direct the movie. Like. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I've I look at my camera. I'm like I really don't want to pick you up. Like get yeah, away from me. Yeah. So I'm kind of cool with just sitting in the like main chair and like pointing people in directions. Yeah. Like yo, I think we should do this. But that movie Extraction, when the director straps himself to a car going 40 miles per hour, like <laughs> I'm totally down for that. And yeah. then there's this guy on Instagram. I think he's like Cameron or Gimbal Ninja or something like that. And he like straps himself to harnesses and like jumps out of buildings like doing films and like. I, I don't know. He's like super dope. Yeah. But like, I'm definitely down for something like that. For something that. like that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I feel like you definitely like talking to you. And I know that we literally just actually met in person today, but yeah. just kind of like having conversation with you, like you definitely seem like someone who would be good at directing. And like, you do have ideas. And like, the short film idea that you told me about seems something like seems really dope and i'm like damn i want to i want to work on that like no, that, that's y'all are already y'all already <laughs> lined in y'all are yeah. y'all's names are being no. put on paperwork <laughs> now <laughs> right now we solidified that shit yeah but that's that's freaking dope and i think that that's really cool and i can totally see you in that role for sure yeah, yeah. i think that's you fire. know the fact that like uh y'all said that y'all wanted to work on that like i don't know that just <laughs> like it like blew my mind like at this point it's like hey, you know what you know y'all got the cameras let me just tell y'all <laughs> yeah, yeah. like yeah. but it's just i don't know um i think yeah film as much as i'm doing photography now i'm doing photography now because i saw it as a challenge i never wanted to do photography like at all wow um the first photographers that i met other than my sister-in-law um 
Olivia and man, I forget her name. Dang. They were wedding, but I okay. So I got called like last minute to shoot a wedding, uh-huh. uh, some video, and I charged the person like two hundred bucks. I was like, bro, I'm not gonna break your pockets. Whatever, let's let's go out and do it. Whatever. And my sister in law was like, no, you can charge so much more. I was like, no, I I just need it for my my catalog, like my yeah. portfolio. So I'm cool with doing it for cheap. I met these two dope like wedding photographers and. I told them, I was like, yeah, I will never do photography. And they were like, why? I was like, photography's hard. It's capturing one moment in time that you might not ever capture again. Yeah. I was like, so I would never do that. They're like, <laughs> well, I think video is hard. And I was like, nah, editing, editing, like editing, ed- <laughs> Woo, editing. <laughs> oh my God. I can't talk. Yeah. To do edits on videos yeah, yeah. Um, is, is like the hardest part. Like in my eyes, like I mm. have. A problem with like actually like opening up my computer and just like sitting there without being distracted by whatever's on netflix or yeah. my phone going off or something like that yeah. but um i'm like really focused on photography because i want to become like a very good photographer mm-hmm. and with videography i don't know if um how much of a videographer i will become mm-hmm. because i am more of like i like writing and I like imagining the image. I don't know if I like technicalities of, of taking the image. Yeah. So yeah, I like I like literally like taking the image and like edit. I like a lot of the technical stuff, which yeah. is why, you know, we could just all work on something together. Yeah. And it's like you got some ideas. We got technicalities. We got ideas yeah, too. Like, it, I think the I think the short film is going to be a hundred and ten times better because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to shoot everything myself, and I'm just like, yeah, uh, it's hard. I mean, it's it's very very difficult to shoot. But I think if you have like a solid idea and like a solid plan, and since we John and I have already done one, yeah, now we're like, okay, we know the amount I, of work that it takes. And since I've seen it and I've seen the work, and I'm like, yeah, I want that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a no brainer. Yeah, like, I can't wait to start on it. Like, mm-hmm. I need to finish writing it. Oh, hell yeah. Like, I have, like, the beginning mm-hmm. to, like, 60%. Mm-hmm. And then I have the ending that I told y'all. Yeah. But that 60 to the ending, I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. It yeah. is definitely hard. We had a really, yeah, it was hard to, like, Yeah, because I actually want to, like, I, I could have swore there was someone on the podcast mm-hmm. that was a writer or something, right? Like a screenwriter? Mm, John said that he liked to write. But not screenwriting. Okay. It might have been John. He I, mentioned that he was good at writing because he okay. is good at writing. So I actually want to give like what I have to somebody else to rewrite it. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when it when I think about this short film, like I think about doing it all. Like mm-hmm. I want the great audio. I want great dialogue. I want people to just act great. Like, mm-hmm. and then I want to submit it. Like to yeah. Uh, to like, there, I think there's a festival that comes down to San Antonio, like a film festival every yeah. year. And I just, like, want to submit it. And, like, I don't care if I don't win. Mm-hmm. Of course, like, I'm a want to win. But, like, the fact that I can complete that and then yeah. have closure from what it's about, like, I think that would be super. And then I think it will just, like, skyrocket me onto that final destination. Yeah, for sure. That will definitely get Cause you Because I think I want to direct whether it's multi-million budget or mm-hmm. if it's not. It's, it's What do they call that? A low budget film. Low budget film, yeah. yeah. I'm totally cool with people buying my movie for five dollars in Walmart. Yeah, like, that's super dope. Like, yeah, I can go. Hey, go to Walmart. You got to look through the pile. Though. Yeah, look through the pile. Of my <laughs> you got to find yeah, it. Yeah. No, that's awesome, dude. I think that you're well on your way. I think that you are obviously super personable, and I think that yeah, you have 
great ideas from what I already heard. So <laughs> yeah, I think your mentality and where you're going is, is really gonna take off. And it's really cool to see that you really wanna do like, you know, community-based things and you wanna leave something for others behind. I think that's yeah, really- I gotta come, I gotta come to Austin. Yeah, it's really, you gotta come to Austin. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Austin. you gotta come to Austin. But yeah, no, it's been so dope having you in the podcast. Thank you. So I'm, sick. I'm glad having, or having you here, being here. <laughs> um th this is like i don't know bro like i told you i, I yeah. was up five in the morning like yeah it's been a long excited. day for you yeah nah, oh this this is cool this I'm, is cool yeah. yeah i'm glad i'm glad you find it cool yeah i'm excited yeah. i mean it's really and this is like everything that i expected it to be and more really yeah i'm glad i didn't let you down because that's another thing that i was like oh shit he's gonna get here and like oh my god what if i'm like not like what he expects or nah, like y'all are like everything more damn yeah like it's fire that's like, dope are everything more like man i wish y'all were back home <laughs> yeah, yeah no well i mean hey anytime you want to come up here oh, like yeah, you are sure. free to come through it's yeah it's really i think honestly like next time you come we definitely have to go out and like we can take you to the skate parks hell yeah we can shoot some skating you know john modeled earlier i'm sure he would model again for some hell skateboards yeah. you know but yeah, we'll have to do that. But yeah, shit, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Where can uh, people find your work nowadays? I know you're going to hopefully stop archiving all your yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Instagram, I am at Kobe King VSL. That's K-O-B-E-K-I-N-G VSL. Where does VSL come from? The Visual. Oh, okay. Yeah. I bet. Um, when I started, I was like Cobra Films and... Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but, uh, <laughs> and I, that was like strictly video. And then, uh, I was creative Cobra and then mm -hmm. I was like, ah, too much. Yeah. And I was like, let me just use my name. So it's Kobe King visuals. Um, because I don't know if I'm going to ever be shooting a picture or if I'll be shooting a video or yeah. I got a surface pro now and I got Adobe, I can start, you can start doing whatever graphic you want. Art. So like, I actually want to dibble and dabble in everything visual to where mm -hmm. if, um, Anybody needs anything visual, I'm a one-stop shop. Yeah. So Kobe King VSL, email, awesome. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I'm on Kobe King. So what's the, before we wrap up, what's the one piece of advice you would give yourself? Mm. I know that's weird to give advice to yourself, but what's the one piece of advice that you would give to yourself or anyone else who's in your shoes? Oh, man. Um, I know you got some wise words for yourself. <laughs> Damn. Uh, words to myself, man. Uh, I guess I would just tell myself to um, don't put someone else's happiness before yours. Ooh. Like, if what you want to do is not the status quo to everybody else don't change like your lifestyle because no one agrees with it like if it's gonna make you happy like mm -hmm. go ahead and do it um i've changed like what i wanted to do career-wise like a million times in the last four years but like i've never felt more at home when i have a camera in my hand mm -hmm. so it's like to the aunts and uncles they're like hey that's not a real job mm -hmm. yeah whatever yeah. like you know what i'm saying so it's just yeah. uh put my i would tell myself whether whatever situation relationship i get into always like put my happiness first yeah um definitely take care of others but put your happiness first because 
when you're not happy, you can be very detrimental to other people that might look at you a certain way that you don't know that they're looking at you. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a so, good way to put it too. Because yeah, when you're so, not happy, it's true. You are detrimental to others. Yeah. So I would just say, yeah. Hey. Be happy, Kobe. Future Kobe. Hey, Kobe, yeah, when you yeah. come back and listen <laughs> to this podcast, hey, be happy, bro. There we go. Just be happy and lead with love all the time. Lead with love. Yeah. Damn. That was fire. Well, shit. All right. Well, on that note, we are going to wrap it up. And thank you so much for coming all the way out here and for being on the podcast. It has been a joy to talk to you and get to know you. And I feel like I actually know you kind of well in the like three hours that we've been speaking, like yeah. even before this. So... But yeah, thank you so much. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will catch you in the next one. See ya. Peace.